Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I'm so ecstatic to have you here today listening to today's episode. I hope you're having the most beautiful week wherever you are, wherever you are in your journey, in your cycle, in your mood, whatever you're feeling today. I hope you're just having a great day. Okay, you guys, today's episode is going to be a very it's a solo episode. It's going to be a heart to heart and I'm going to get real and very vulnerable with you all about all things learning to love your body. It is officially the week of National Eating Disorders Week. So this week is all about spreading awareness about eating disorders and giving hope to people who are recovering from an eating disorder, going through it. And I just wanted to shed some light on that and make our episode circled around just kind of my experiences of how I healed from my eating disorder and just how I'm working on my body image every single day. So if you're new to the show, welcome. I always like to start things off with a little self check-in before we get into the deep, deep little content. Because you guys, just so you know, I love this podcast more than you know because I feel like I'm literally talking to my best friends ever, almost like we're FaceTiming. So I like to keep this podcast very casual, conversational, and we like to get deep here. So prepare yourself for that. (laughs) We're going to start off though with this check-in because I need to prepare myself as well. So wherever you're listening, whether you're driving, walking, working at the beach, I don't know, hugging your dog, (laughs) take a deep inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with lots of love, lots of goodness into your beautiful body, and then open your mouth, exhale, sign out anything that hasn't been making you feel good, let it go, just releasing it. Okay, asking yourself, how am I feeling today? And answering that question on a scale of one to 10, one being not so great, 10 being I'm literally thriving, Be honest with yourself here. Now ask yourself, okay, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened. Maybe nothing happened. Just getting real and honest here. Honesty is key. Now ask yourself, is there something that I am currently doing in my day today that is not making me feel good? Maybe it's a small habit, like I'm sleeping in too long to the point where we get really stressed every morning or maybe it's I'm not getting enough sleep I need to go to bed an hour earlier or sleep in an hour later little is that now ask yourself how can I integrate one healthy habit into my week this week so going back to the question before whatever that unhealthy habit was I challenge you to make a promise to yourself to add the opposite of the unhealthy habit so the healthy habit into your life if that makes sense Now ask yourself, when am I going to do this habit? Making a game plan for yourself right here, starting either today, starting tomorrow, writing it in your phone calendar. That's the best way to get started with something new. And now ask yourself on a lighter note, have I drink water in the past 30 minutes? If you haven't, I want you to grab a nice juicy cup of water. I'll grab mine with you and we're going to chug some water on three, two, and let's hydrate our hot bods. Oh my gosh, you guys, it is so toasty in South Florida and I've been chugging water and I feel like I'm still dehydrated. So this is a reminder that water is key. It's crucial to our success. And if we're dehydrated, just not a vibe. So make sure you're hydrating, my queen. Never an excuse to not hydrate. And now I ask, 
<laughs> I just totally spaced out there. I want to ask you, have you stood up in the past hour? If you're driving, don't stand up. But if you've been sitting down for a while now, go ahead, just stand up really fast, shake out those legs, shake out the arms and then resume. Okay. Last question is I want you to take a moment and look at yourself in the mirror or just think about how you look. And I want you to think about three things that you love about your outer appearance. And just think of those three things and just tell yourself, I am so beautiful and I love these three things about myself. Cool. So you're going to see how this ties into today's episode, but telling yourself compliments like you're talking to your best friend is so key and it doesn't have to just be outer compliments. Inner compliments are literally more effective in my opinion, like telling yourself I am so perseverant, I'm disciplined, things like that. But anyways, I hope you're feeling good after that little check-in. It's just a great way to slow down in your day and just get really focused. And sometimes if I'm working all day long, I'm in like a weird, just chaotic headspace. And it's good to just take a moment to break out of that headspace, decompress, and then get into the, the juicy goodness of our episode. So life catch up, you guys. I have some really fun stuff to share with you. I'm currently freaking out because I just got at Target. They had this like really cute mini pool. (laughs) It's an adult kiddie pool, you guys. The brand is Mini Dip and it's like so freaking cute. The one I got, it's like, it looks like light pink rose petal-y vibes. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw it. I'm sweaty and I know it. That's my main Instagram, but I have like a bajillion others, but that's where I post my day-to-day life is on I'm sweaty and I know it. So go follow me if you haven't already and say hi, but you guys, this pool has, it's just been so amazing today. I me and my boyfriend, we do not have a hairdryer or any electric pump to blow this thing up. So this morning we sat <laughs> in my backyard with this little handheld like pump thing that you're supposed to use for a camping pad. And we were trying to use that. We we're trying to use my Bala ball, which is like a Pilates ball. I had a pump for that, but it was like a tiny, tiny pump. And I was trying to pump it up with that. We we're trying to blow on it. And like, it literally took us so long to blow this thing up. By the time it was finally done, it was like so just, I don't know. We like felt so accomplished because it took way too long. And then I filled up with water and laid in it for like so long and worked on my laptop. And I was like, how is this real life right now? I got sunburned. So that was not a vibe, (laughs) but I'm just so, I'm just so thankful right now to be in Florida. And if you're listening and it's like freezing cold, wherever you are, I know how that feels too. I've lived in Canada. I've lived in New York for five months. Doesn't really count, but I've been in Pittsburgh, so I know how it feels this time of the year, and I just want to send you some warm, sunshiny vibes, and just, I don't know, I'm like the worst when it comes to like hyping someone up in the seasonal depression time, because I struggled so badly with it, but I think if you're struggling and it's cold, my best advice for you is to make sure you hold yourself accountable to still doing things in your life that you know will make you feel better, because if I'm feeling depressed, typically I won't want to do anything. And as a result, I start to like eliminate things in my life that I need to do that make me feel good. So if it's freezing cold and gloomy out, I really know how hard it is to continue to have healthy habits, but I do challenge you to try your best to keep doing the things that make you feel good. Whether that's literally just 
reading a book or making yourself a nice cozy cup of coffee. Just adding those little things and making sure you're still being social is so freaking crucial. But I know how it feels and I am with you. But something else, you guys, that has been <laughs> this has been a new life update is speaking of floaty things. So yesterday I went to the ocean and me and my boyfriend <laughs> so like this is just so us this story we went to target we were like okay you guys we were like we need to get like some sort of floaty device so we can just hang out in the ocean and not be like treading water because the ocean's been really freaking deep lately by the shore so we we're like let's just go get like a little pool float or something so we go to target and he of course okay you guys target is literally the best and worst place ever Every time I go in there, it's like instant serotonin, but then I get distracted and I'm in there for like way too long and I spend way too much money and it's ends up being, I'm like, do I have to do that? But usually I'm like, yeah. Anyways, we set a timer for ourselves. We're like, we're only going to be in here for 10 minutes shopping and then we're going to be the checkout line. Of course I get distracted and I head over to the workout clothes area because it's like always packed with new stuff and I'm like, it's a bad addiction, but Anyways, I found some really cute workout clothes from Target. If you need workout clothes, Target is like my new obsession with anything workout clothes. The quality of it is so good. And also the stuff is like, it almost looks like free people movement dupes in a way. Like I got this onesie that's like the short onesie of free people movement. And it was like $40, I think, versus free people movement. I don't know how much there is. It was probably like 100 honestly. But so worth it. So if you need new work clothes, Target is literally the best ever. Anyways, I got totally sidetracked of the story. As you could tell, I got very sidetracked in the actual shopping moment. And my boyfriend is like, I'm going to head over. Like, you call my boyfriend, John. You guys already know John. John was like, I'm going to literally go and just get the pool stuff myself while you're shopping. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Anyways, he goes over to get the floats. And I didn't look at the floats because by the time I got over to the shopping cart, our timer had gone off for 10 minutes. And we're like, that's it. We're going to go check out. So we check out and I'm like, oh my gosh, these floats are so cute. They're like a unicorn, a turtle, love it. <laughs> so we check out and we get to the beach. So we pull out the pool floats and we start to blow these up. And we're just like, wait, these are tiny. And I look at John and I'm like, John, are these are these adult pool pool floats? <laughs> And he'd gotten the baby pool floats. And he goes, no wonder they were $5. So anyways, we <laughs> we, <laughs> we put the pool floats around our waists. And like, you guys, I'm going to have to like post a picture of this because it was so funny. I can't even describe this in the detail it was. We go into the ocean and we have these baby pool floats around our waist, like just completely, like they're tiny, you guys. They could probably barely fit around my head. So we get in the water and it they, they barely even hold us up. But it's just so, they were just so funny looking. I can't even describe it. His was a turtle, mine was a unicorn. He, he named his Alfredo and I named mine Sparkles. And anyways, we had time in the ocean. So that was, that was unique. And I feel like I've just been embracing my inner five-year-old lately and I'm not mad about it. I have a kiddie pool now. I have a baby unicorn floaty and I'm trying to think what else. I don't even know. I, I had something else that was very five-year-old like lately and I'm totally blanking on what it was. But anyways, my friend, my best friend, Chloe came to town last weekend or this past weekend with her boyfriend and we showed them around the area and it was just such a fun little weekend. But honestly, you guys, 
I really felt exhausted yesterday. I was just like, I was supposed to go into Miami to go to an event and it was a sweet green event and I was like so bummed because I had to just call it. I was like, I feel like I'm on the verge of getting sick right now. I just, I probably should not drive all the way down to Miami right now to go to this one event. So anyways, I had to say no to that and I got really, I was sad, but all worked out. And that just goes down to protecting your energy because I had a feeling like, I was like, if I go down to Miami right now, have like a four hour total drive, whatever, I'm going to be pooped for the next week. And I just, I can't. So I had to call it and protect my energy. And yeah. Also, you guys, I have so many updates. Oh my gosh. I launched my 14 day spring break Pilates challenge on Sweaty Studio. That's my Pilates studio and app. If you haven't already checked it out, what are you even doing? I'm just kidding. But you should actually go check it out because this challenge is so cute. I made it very like tropical themed because I basically every month I ask you guys like, what do you guys want to have for our Pilates challenges? Because I literally make these for you guys. And a lot of people were like, I am experiencing disgusting weather right now. I need some sort of sunshiny vibes and also something shorter, something that I can do with a busy schedule, with minimal equipment, also help my body image, confidence, all that stuff. And I was like, I got you. So I made a 14 day Pilates challenge. It has two different tracks. There's one for beginners, one for intermediate advanced levels. And you can really just switch between the two levels. If you're having a more of a chill day and the workout's like too much for intermediate advanced, just do a beginner class. But all the workouts are blending affirmations with Pilates and they're just meant to help you feel really good through low impact movement. I filmed a couple of really fun classes at the beach last week and they're literally, the water is so blue. I can't even begin. So I definitely recommend checking it out. It's so fun. I'll put a link to sign up in the show notes and then giving you a week free if you get started today. And that's literally half of the challenge totally free. So that's actually insane. So if you do the free week, you literally have already done half that challenge. And then all you have to do is one more week of the challenge and you're literally done. So anyways, go do it. It's so worth it. I did day one stay myself. I do my own workouts and I literally felt so good afterwards the mood was boosted you guys definitely recommend okay let's get into today's episode topic and we're going to chat all about learning to love your body like I mentioned it is national eating disorder week and you guys I've been very open about my own eating disorder struggles in the past and I just want to before we get started just have a little bit of a trigger warning out there I am going to share some of my experiences while I was navigating having an eating disorder and how I healed from it and recovered and all that stuff so if you are currently experiencing an eating disorder and you feel like it might hurt you to listen to this stuff I just want to just give that trigger warning to protect you I don't want to say anything that makes you feel bad or makes you feel like, I don't know. I don't want to trigger anybody. So I just want to throw it out there, but I'm not going to be too like nitty gritty graphic, if that makes sense. Cause I do want to protect you guys from any just weird thoughts. But anyways, I want to just teach you guys a couple of things that have helped me along the way as I've learned to love my body more and more. And I'm going to be totally open and honest because this whole podcast is called healthy, be human. I am still growing and learning and learning to love my body every single day. I can say that I have come such a long way and I'm so proud of myself, but I still have more to go. And I think that's part of being a human being. It's it's not a quick fix and it's never going to be a quick fix. Sometimes we have seasons of our life where we feel like we are really operating as our best self and we're feeling great. We're feeling confident. We're feeling so 
consistent and motivated and energized and life is awesome. And then we have things happen, seasons happen where we feel like we take 10 steps backwards and we're struggling again. So if you, I think in our society, something that's tough is there's a message of self-love, body image, um, becoming your best self, all that stuff. It's awesome. But I think sometimes it can be a little bit toxic if you are not aware that you're not always going to be feeling awesome in your body. You're not always going to be feeling like your best self. So don't have that mindset going into it. Like have the mindset of I'm literally still a human. Life moves in waves. And what I can do is prepare myself to tackle storms when they come my way so that they don't push me like 20 steps backwards, if that makes sense. I just watched a documentary yesterday about this guy and his wife who boated across from Florida to the Bahamas. If you don't know anything about boating, typically in that trip, you don't want to take a small boat across all the way to the Bahamas because it can be really dangerous. The weather can change really quickly in open seas, especially around South Florida. The weather's crazy. So he was just giving a lot of tips and tricks about how to do that trip and how the importance of making sure you're properly prepared for the trip. You have people around you. It's not just you in one boat. You have like other boaters that go with you across the ocean, all this stuff. And it was really cool and helpful. And it just kind of reminded me of like in our day-to-day lives, it's really important to make sure we're properly equipped for navigating those storms of life and if you're in your early 20s like me I'm sure you are also constantly feeling like a little overwhelmed you feel like life is changing constantly you feel like you're maybe a different version of yourself every week you look back like two three months ago and you're like who was I (laughs) that's how I feel at least so I think it's important to just give ourselves a little bit of grace and realize that we can't always feel 100% Anyways, I know last week was all about healthy habits and it's going to be a little kind of just a little bit of a similar, I guess, vibe to last week, but I want to just start by breaking this down and teach you exactly how I've learned to love my body. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, whatever. So last year, actually, we're going to just rewind so far. I started to struggle a lot with my body image when I was in second grade. I know I was like eight years old, I think seven or eight, which is crazy to me because I feel like I was so young and yet I was still so aware that I, I was still so aware of this society's picture of the perfect woman or girl, how someone's body should look. I remember I would compare my body to my best friend. She was naturally very skinny. I had more of, I had a little bit of like larger thighs and I was not like this skinny kid. And so I was very, very aware of this. Also, I felt like all the boys had crushes on my best friend and I felt like no guys really noticed me. So I remember in second grade, I would have my mom, I'd ask her for a tape measure and I would measure my waist. And I remember that was when I started to have this like weird little hyper obsession with my waist size and also my weight. I think, I don't know if I had access to a scale then, but when I first started to have access to a scale, I would weigh myself and I just started to feel like really insecure about my weight. I also think my best friend told me her weight too. So I think I literally compared myself to her, her weight, which was toxic. 
in itself. So from a young age, I started to really struggle with this just weird image of myself. And I think as I got older, also my sister was naturally skinnier too. So I just was, I don't know, I felt like something was wrong with me as I was growing up, which kind of breaks my heart. So as I got older, I became a competitive figure skater and I felt like when I started to skate and train consistently, I lost a lot of weight pretty fast and I had people make comments about it. I remember it was oh, it's the weirdest thing when someone made a comment about it and they were like, oh my gosh, Callie has lost so much weight. I remember feeling very like successful, I guess. And I think that feeling has actually lasted with me to this day because that like was I, they say that like in your childhood, the feelings and things that happen are so much more intensified as you get older. Like they just stay in you. And it's, there's a reason there's all this like child, inner child healing stuff that people do. Anyways, as I got older and I continued to skate, my coaches, I went through puberty and my coaches, I had a coach made a comment that I could not compete unless I lost weight. And that was the first time that I really, I knew I gained a little bit of weight, but that was the first time that I had a consequence from someone else because my body was not the standard that she wanted my body to be. And so I think this is one of the things that started to really trigger my fad dieting phase. I also was dating this guy at the time in high school who made a comment about a picture I posted on Instagram of my body and was comparing me to other girls who were naturally skinnier than me and that really triggered me as well. So I started to go through this phase of a lot of just trying out different fad diets, juice cleanses, and I would go through cycles. So I would I remember I would just, I would like go really intense for a couple weeks of being restrictive with my foods. I'd be like, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. And I'd feel guilty anytime I ate anything. Same with exercise. I became obsessive with exercise. I felt like I had to do the workouts that everyone else was doing who was claiming that it was the only way to get an hourglass abs figure or thigh slimming workouts. You guys probably are familiar with that kind of clickbait title because it's been around on YouTube for way too long. I remember I was doing that in like middle school, those workouts. And I thought, I seriously thought if I didn't do them, I wouldn't have hourglass abs. And that was just the weird like thought process, just mess up thinking that was starting to take place in my mind from a young age. Anyways, I went to college and I continued to really struggle with my body image. I remember I continued to weigh myself a lot. I remember... I just, I put all my worth and value into my, how my body looked. I went to school at University of Miami and I really felt a lot of pressure being in Florida that I was always going to be in bikini year round and that I had to look a certain way. And I definitely developed just over the years, just such ingrained patterns of feeling food guilt, feeling just bad about myself if I didn't eat quote unquote perfectly healthy all the time or if I didn't have a caloric deficit I'd count my calories and I'd feel guilty for skipping a day of workouts and this progressively led into me developing worse and worse habits and like I said you guys I went through cycles I would have cycles where I wasn't going through these extreme ways of living life but then I'd fall back into the same patterns over and over again I think what really shifted was last year is when I had noticed that I was actually really struggling with an eating disorder. I 
started to restrict myself from eating food. It started with me restricting lunch and then it turned into me to it turned into me restricting more. And before I knew it, I was not feeling like I was strong enough to even get through a workout. And this I think it was when I couldn't teach a workout class with that, like I would film it and take it at the same time is when I realized that I was actually really struggling with something. And I talked to my sister about it and she was, she'd also, she just told me, she was like, I think that you might be going through this anyways. I just, I hadn't had someone like, I guess, validate how I was like what I was experiencing. I just thought I was fine. I thought like I was like, yeah, I didn't think anything of it. I'd seen friends who had gone through their own struggles with eating disorders, especially in the figure skating environment. It's really prevalent. And I was like, I, I could never have that happen to me. Like I'm really aware of all that stuff. You may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off your your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work 
for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. And so I think when my sister was like, Callie, like she brought it to light for me. I was like, okay, I think I might actually be going through this. And that's when I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this continue. Like you guys, when I say I'd, I had a friend, a really close friend of mine who she had to go to, I think it was, it was rehab for eating disorder, had to quit the sport of skating. And it was like, actually, it was so scary like that to me was like, I never, I, I told myself, I'm never going to let myself go through that. But the thing with eating disorders that I've noticed is they sneak up on you. And a lot of times people don't even realize they're experiencing an eating disorder or disordered eating because in our society today, a lot of it is honestly really normalized. A lot of people make little comments like, oh, <laughs> I'm not even hungry. I'm going to drink a coffee instead. Little things like that is a form of disordered eating. So I think it's really important to become a little bit more aware of the thoughts that might be going through your head when you're eating food and also just being a little bit more aware of your own habits. So basically, fast forward to the actual healing process, I think I really started with just having to learn how to actually love my body. And what really started with that is I always think of healing and transformation starting from within. And I'd always been a very like mindful person. I'd always been into journaling, meditation, stuff like that. But what really shifted for me is when I was like looking at my actual ways I was speaking to myself and treating myself. So a little exercise I have for you is I want you to look at your body from an outside perspective. Imagine you, like your body is your best friend, like your best friends in your body, if that makes sense. So, or like even like a baby, like imagine like your body was like actually a baby. Ask yourself, how would I treat this body in this situation if it wasn't actually you? I wasn't treating myself or giving myself the things that I needed to literally survive. If you had a newborn baby, would you starve your baby? Would you make your baby skip lunch? Would you make your baby run on the treadmill until it wanted to throw up? 
so that it could burn enough calories. Would you tell your baby that it was ugly and fat and needed to change its entire face? Would you tell your baby that it wasn't good enough or that the girl in the class was a thousand times prettier than it? I literally am saying these things and I'm feeling really, really like, like teary eyed because I just think a lot of times like we don't treat ourselves how we deserve to be treated. And I think the best starting place to any healing journey is to look at and have that awareness of how are you treating yourself today? Are you speaking to yourself like you would a baby or best friend? Are you making sure that your body is fueled in order to properly do what it needs to do? Are you making sure that fuel is full of nutrients? It's going to make the baby grow and thrive and feel strong. Are you consuming enough water every single day in order to make sure that baby doesn't die of dehydration or feel cloudy minded or feel, I don't know. (laughs) Um, You know what I mean though? It's like, it's like having that awareness is just so key. And then where to go from that? Making sure that once you have the awareness, you actually start to implement the new habits. And I recorded an entire episode last week about healthy habits. So you can listen to that for some healthy habit inspo. But a couple of things that have really helped me in terms of healthy habits is making sure that my, ne- my negotiable or my non-negotiables are in my day every single day. I typically start in the morning with my non-negotiable. I cannot talk. My non I'm literally choking over my words right now. Non-negotiables. I have found from just time and time again that we, and I don't want to make a general, you guys help. I literally cannot even talk. I don't want to make a generalization, but I have found that for me at least, the things I need, I tend to resist. I like say that all the time. So I started to put all those things in my morning when I have the most energy, because if I wait until the end of the day, I'm going to find some sort of excuse to make it not happen. One of my non-negotiables that you guys know I love so freaking much in my morning routine is this little green shot. It looks like a juice shot, but you guys, it's called Magic Mind and it is power packed with nootropics like Lion's Mane and Ashwagandha. They really help me feel more relaxed, more chill, and help me stay more focused. But it also has caffeine in it as well. But it's nature's extended release version of caffeine, aka matcha. So you, when you take the shot, you're not going to feel like the jitters or the crash that you might receive from having coffee in the morning. So I've been taking my Magic Mind shot before I go on my hot girl walks in the morning. I like it like a little pick me up. It kind of gets rid of that morning fog, if you know what I mean. When I wake up and I'm like a little cranky, whatever, I throw back this juice shot. It's super tasty and it just helps me, like gets me back in the zone, excited for the day. And I just feel like that little bit of focus that I need in order to do the things in my morning that make me feel like my best self. Seeing how well it works for me, I would definitely encourage you to try it out if you're having trouble being 100% some days. It's literally such a game changer. And you guys, Magic Mind wants to give Healthy Human listeners a little discount. So if you go to magicmind.co slash healthy, you can get a discount for almost up to 56% off. 
literally crazy. So definitely go to magicmind.co slash healthy and use discount code healthy for your first one-time purchase. My code only lasts 10 days, so hurry up and go check it out. Another little habit that helped me heal my relationship with my body and learned how to love myself is instead of working out to punish my body, I'm working out out of love to make my body feel good and feel strong. I think a lot of the times in the fitness world, the messaging is very strongly aesthetic focused. When I was living in Miami, I felt this weird pressure a lot of the times when I was teaching in-person classes to make the classes in a way that would make people feel like they were going to get the best abs or make them feel like they were going to get a good butt or whatever, because that was just kind of the energy of the place. And when I left that, that place I was teaching at and continued to just grow in my own teaching career and have my own studio, I realized the power of working out because I wanted to feel really strong in my body, inside and out. So I started to create classes that paired mental health with physical health at Sweaty Studio. I add affirmations in my classes and I create the flows intuitively. So the classes that you take on my studio, I'm literally creating on the spot in a way that is making my body working with my body, not against it. So I also started to do cycle syncing as well. If you are not familiar with cycle syncing, I have episodes all about cycle syncing in the past on Healthy Be Human. And basically cycle syncing is working with your hormone levels. So if you are not on birth control, you are experiencing four different phases of your menstrual cycle. You have the menstrual phase, which is when you're on your period. You have the follicular phase, which is right after the period. Then you have ovulatory phase, which is when you actually ovulate and release that egg. That's typically the time when the egg is fertilized and you can get pregnant. And then after that is the luteal phase, which is the longest phase. And I like to divide that phase into two, two different sections. The first part of your luteal phase is when you're still feeling pretty energized because when you're in your ovulatory phase, you feel pretty energized, pretty just confident all around. And then as you go into the luteal phase, you start still, you're still feeling energized. And then the second half, it slowly dips. You might experience some mood swings, some crankiness, bloating as you lead up to your period. And then you have your menstrual phase again, and it all goes in a little cycle. So the past few years, I got off birth control about three years ago and I've been cycle syncing since. My friend Maddie Miles really introduced me to it. She's like the best ever about hormones. I love her podcast, by the way. A little shout out to Maddie's podcast, Peace Love Hormones. Has a ton of really awesome information about your cycle, about your hormones, about birth control. If you're still on birth control and you're like kind of thinking about getting off of it, Maddie gave me awesome just tips and tricks when I was getting off birth control. So I really always push everyone to go listen to her stuff because she's so knowledgeable in the area. But I started to basically do pick and choose my workouts based on how I was feeling. And when I first got off birth control, my cycle was not regular at all. And I was kind of more so just picking my workouts based on my mood, based on how I felt when I woke up in the morning. And if you're on birth control and you're not going um, through an entire cycle, that's how I would cycle sync if I were you. I would literally just listen and honor your energy levels wherever you are in your journey because even if you're cycle syncing and you're in your ovulatory phase and you get sick and you're feeling low energy, I would still take a rest day, do a little stretch like you would do on your period, go on a walk. If you need if you need movement, when I'm sick, I'm like out for the count. But 
that's kind of like an example of what I would do. Um, also, I've started cycle singing my foods, and you guys, John is the cutest patootie ever. So he has the. There's like I looked up online on Google if you just search cycle syncing foods chart. There's a bunch of awesome free resources that basically show you the different foods that are good for each phase of your cycle. So what I mean by good is the sense that they provide the different nutrients to support your different hormone changes that you're going through during each of the phases of the cycle. So John has the chart on his phone and he's so cute. When he goes to the grocery store, he's always like looking at this chart. He's like, Callie, okay, you're in the follicular phase. So we're going to grab this this food. Right now I'm in my luteal phase and he's been like getting all things potatoes. It's and like the protein is like beef and fish so tonight he's currently at the grocery store he were gonna make some salmon gnocchi and it just cracks me up because he is always joking he's like so I'm basically cycle singing my foods am I gonna get my period (laughs) but anyways girls if you are listening and you have a partner I 10 out of 10 recommend that you tell them that they need to be supportive of your cycle and go get you your cycle synced foods because the real ones will get you the cycle synced food group foods and cook you recipes for your cycle so pro tip there test out your man see see if he see if he's a good one of uh, actually know your worth my ladies know your worth do not settle for a guy who does not treat you like the queen you are. Anyways, cycle syncing has been one of the most empowering ways I've been able to reconnect with my body and heal throughout this whole entire process over the past year. It's super cool. Like when you actually start cycle syncing, you feel like you're working with your body as a team. And it's just, it's beautiful. And I don't know, I feel so feminine when I do it. I feel so connected to myself. And I've always had more of like a masculine energy about me. I've always been very much entrepreneurial, very much an athlete. And I'm super girly, but I've always felt this more of like a, a kind of like a masculine, like like productivity vibes, if you know what I'm trying to say. So for me, it's really awesome to add that like feminine into my life and balance all things, all things out. Also, another habit that has been really helpful for me, and this is like the biggest one for me, is just reincorporating, getting back into my relationship with God. I definitely stopped going to church for like four years when I went to college. And you guys, I've talked about this before. I definitely struggled a lot with, I, I lived in the South. Like I grew up in Texas. You guys, I've moved all around, but for like my middle school, high school time, I was in Texas. And then, I don't know, the church there was very like, there were a lot of things about it that just did not rub me right and definitely made me feel like very judged there not very like, I don't know, just not great. I've talked about this before, but I basically, I stopped going to church for like four years. I went to college. I've always been, I've always believed in God. I've always known there is God. I just didn't know exactly what I believed and I kind of went on my own little journey to figure out what it was that I believed because I'd been raised in a Christian house and end of the day I ended up back into Christianity. I hadn't gone to church still. I was kind of scarred from going to church honestly but I started doing a morning devotional. My friend Meredith Good, she posted on her story Sadie Robertson's Live on Purpose devotional. I've talked about this his book so much on this podcast but it literally is like it got me back into my faith it was all about fear and anxiety and I was like going through all that stuff when I was healing from my eating disorder and doing that morning devotional and then praying to God 
and just reconnecting with God was like the most beautiful thing. I started to read my Bible and it's so beautiful. There's so many verses in the Bible that talk about how God created us in his image and he knew us before we were even knit together in our mom's womb. It's just so cool to think about that. Like God has known us since the very beginning. God literally designed our body exactly how he wanted it to be designed. And our body is a perfect system too. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but everything on this planet Earth is like this perfect little system. The ocean's a perfect system. When it gets disrupted, all chaos breaks loose. Our bodies are a perfect system. When something happens in our body, it causes inflammation, it causes sickness. And it's just so cool to think about that with the earth. Like everything operates in a little system and it's just, it's so beautiful to me. So that was something that really helped me heal was just realizing that literally the creator of the universe designed me. He knows me. He loves me. He's my dad. He's my father. And that to me has been the most beautiful thing ever and has helped me time and time again when I've been struggling. A lot of the times I've noticed, for me at least, when I'm struggling a lot with my eating disorder or disorder, or when I was struggling a lot with my eating disorder and disordered thoughts, a lot of the times it was triggered by external things. So an example of this is if I were to go to dinner with a friend And my friend talked about how she started a new workout program to lose 20 pounds. I'm making this up. I would be triggered in the fact of I'd be thinking, oh my gosh, do I need to be doing that workout program? Is my current workout program not going to give me those results? And then before I knew it, I was spiraling and felt like I I just could never do enough to get physical results. And... A lot of the times when we're just dying for physical results, I think it's really important to take a step back and look at the why. Why are you dying to have those physical results? There's actually nothing wrong with wanting to have physical results. Let me just put that out there. But I think it's really important to make sure you know why. Why do I want physical results? Having an intention behind everything you do in life is so important and so key. If we don't have an intention behind why we're doing stuff, we're just going to be like waddling around like, aimlessly having no idea what we're doing and it's really important so I want you to ask yourself if you're struggling and you're and you're always you have like this obsession with wanting to get abs I want you to ask yourself why why do I care so much about getting abs getting real with yourself there maybe it's because you keep seeing girls on social media who have a lot of followers who have really toned abs and you think that if you have really toned abs, you will have a lot of followers and people will like you and you're going to be popular. I've thought that. I'm literally speaking out of personal experience here. So if I hit home, I've been there too, my queen. And then getting really real with yourself too and asking yourself, why do I care so much about what people think about me? Why do you care literally what someone thinks about your appearance? I'm asking myself this question too. And I challenge you when you're struggling with not loving your body to get a journal and journal out all of these things, asking yourself the tough questions, asking yourself the digging deep, asking yourself why, 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 why this feeling? Why that feeling? Did something happen? Did something trigger this? 
journaling has been another healthy habit that really, really helped me during this time in my life. I have not been journaling consistently as of lately, but last year when I was going through all of this stuff, I would either record on my phone in like voice memos, I'd record um, how I was feeling and I would also journal in my actual journal. Like I kind of rotate between which one I was feeling more inspired to do and it just helped me like dump out everything happening because sometimes our minds like there's so much going on and we just like have to reel ourselves back in and just dump everything down and then almost be like a little detective and piece it all together and see what's really going on that's a really big key thing that helped me a ton and also I think it's really awesome when you journal stuff down because you can go back in the future and look back and see how far you've come in your healing journey if I listen to my voice messages from so long ago I literally I'm just so proud of myself because I'm like you have come so far Callie like look at you go and I think another thing that's also really helpful too is just being very present There's no time like the present, as you've probably heard that quote before. Nothing else exists but this present moment. Think about it. We get so wrapped up in our future that we forget about the present moment and we let it slide by us. So instead of being so concerned about how you're going to change in the future, how you're going to become better in the future, how you're going to do this in the future, that in the future, be with that person in the future, I literally want you to think about what can I do right now to love myself a little bit more. And heal that relationship with myself right now. It can literally be, I'm going to go drink some water. I'm going to fill up my water. I'm going to do my laundry. It could be something so simple and small. I think the final thing I'm going to say that may not, may not feel great to hear, but this really helped me the most and it's helping me every single day, is being disciplined. There's a difference between restrictive and disciplined. Disciplined means that you are not getting swayed by distractions. You have your head and eyes focused in your lane and you're staying consistent in the things that you're doing each day, the healthy habits, the things that are going to better you. You're staying disciplined and consistent. That's my definition of it. So disciplined in the sense of if social media isn't making you feel great, be disciplined, restrict your, not restrict, I can't just use that word. Um, instead, of, instead of being restrictive, give yourself a timer of how long you can go on social media. Not because you're restricting yourself, but because that is the way you're loving yourself. If you know that you're going to self-sabotage by being on social media for an hour, by scrolling and scrolling, then you have to be disciplined. You have to hold yourself accountable. And... I talked about accountability a lot last week and I will say it over and over again. Account- being accountable for yourself is how you're going to stay consistent. No one else is going to tell you what to do but you. You have to hold yourself accountable, especially as you're getting older. We don't have teachers telling us every single day in elementary school, Callie, don't bite the pencil. That's going to hurt your teeth. That was such a weird example. <laughs> You know what I mean though? If you are not making yourself a lunch, you're not going to have someone yelling at you to go eat lunch. Or you're not, if you're not living with your parents anymore or you're not in high school anymore, you probably don't have your parents making you lunch anymore if they did make you lunch. That was one thing I had to realize is no one else is going to feed me but myself. So I have to make myself meals and I have to give myself that time each day to do that. So don't 
So just make sure that you are being disciplined and doing things that you need to do to thrive and survive. Anyways, I hope you're feeling inspired. I hope you're feeling like you have a little bit more insight on how you can truly learn to love yourself. But I have to just to sum it all up. I just have to say like the way to really learn to love yourself is to learn to see yourself from God's eyes on how he sees you and how he created you. When you, And that may just mean digging into scripture and reading the verses about God creating you because that helped me a lot. Just seeing that God sees me in such a beautiful way and that he created me to be here for a purpose. That is what really changed it all for me. Instead of trying to please everyone else around me, trying to please God and trying to just keep my eyes in my own lane. That is really how I started to heal. And I know that's not really the popular opinion this day and age, but it's just, that's just like how it helped me a lot. It's like life doesn't always move in a flat upward linear line. It moves in waves. And I'm learning all the time that when I'm struggling with body image or confidence, going to God is always the, always the key, always the piece to the puzzle. Instead of going to the world for advice about it, I'm literally just going to God and I'm like, God, I'm struggling. I need you. I need your help. And I'll just always feel comfort from him. So if you ever, ever need to just chat to anybody, vent, rant, whatever, I am one DM away, my queen. You can DM me on Instagram at I'm sweaty and I know it. I also have a podcast Instagram, Healthy Beat Human Pod. So if you want to tag me listening to this episode or spread, spread the word, spread the podcast to your friends, that would literally mean the entire world to me ever. It helps me so much when you guys tag me on social media. It helps us reach more people, spread more love into the world. And also, if you love this episode, please leave a nice review too. That helps me so much, you guys. I'm always blown away by the sweet comments I get. And I just have to say, I like, literally appreciate you all so much for listening. And it makes me so happy to hear that the podcast is helping you so much. Anyways, if you also have any podcast topic requests, hit me up on Instagram. Like I said, DM me. Let me know what you want to hear, what you want to see and I'll make it happen for you. Hope you have the best day ever. Keep shining. Know that you are so worthy of love and that you literally are just a beautiful creation. Don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. If someone says something mean to you, swat it off like a fly. Does not, does literally is not true. Is this a reflection of how they're feeling on their interior? Okay. Anyways, I love you. I'll see you next week. Have the best day. Stay sweaty. Keep shining and being amazing and be healthy or human. Bye, my gorgeous queen. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.